Hi, I'm Dave. Hi, I'm Claire. And welcome to My, My Mate, Mate Reckons, the show where we teach you and each other about whatever we want to know about. About whatever things we are curious about. There's sex and language, but apart from that, I don't think there's anything too hardcore this episode. No, we just yeah. kind of do some quotes from Fifty Shades, which is like... Which may be triggering for some... <laughs> some purists. <laughs> some literary purists. Purists, which is purists. probably the majority of our audience. Because, because we're so... Because we, we're so highbrow. And I have an upper class... A literati elite. Yeah. Poo bum wee. <laughs> hey there, Clever. Hello, David. Uh, I have somewhat of a relationship to this week's topic. Yeah, and it was a fan. Can we call them fans? For sure we can. A listener? I think we can call Request. them our disciples. <laughs> our, I think that's a great idea. Our evangelicals. You know what I like is when everyone everyone when everyone sends us a message, when anyone sends us a message now, they add to their message, can I be in your commune? Oh, really? Yeah. So how many people do you think we've got at this stage? Maybe like me and you included like 12. That's a good size. I think that's a good size. So we can make a start. Do any of those 12 people happen to have hundreds of thousands of dollars for great real estate? Well, let's... I don't know. I haven't asked about their financial okay. position, but I can go back to them. Well, if anyone has a giant paddock or um, a kind of <laughs> or a, a series lot of, of money that they want to invest into the beginning of a commune. Or a dozen self-contained units. Yeah. In, Let us um, know. Email us at... <laughs> at mymatereckons at gmail.com. That's fantastic. Well, I'm excited about that for okay, our future. Okay, so... Our topic this week is fan fiction. Which I do love. Tell me your relationship to fan fiction. I don't have a relationship anymore. You mean you're not writing no. fan fiction currently? No, I'm that not. That surprises me. But when I was a young person interested in writing yeah, and a nerd what would and you deeply, write? What would you... I wrote a lot of Doctor Who. Oh my God, of course you did. Um, I wrote X-Files. Yeah. And... My grandmother, who I was close with, who's now passed, yeah. was deeply in love with the British police show, The Bill. Oh, I fucking loved The Bill. So I wrote... The Bill fan fiction? Bill fan fiction for my grandmother, oh a my chapter God, at a time, David. and would mail it to <laughs> Oh my God, that's so beautiful. I'm sure it was awful. But she seemed to enjoy it. I love that. So that was, uh, that's fan fiction. I recommend fan fiction to any young writers who are wanting to start As a writing. practice. Because it's fun. I never wrote fan fiction, but I read it as a teenager. Um, I read a lot of Dawson's Creek fan fiction. Oh, I bet you did. Of course, but I never felt Did compelled. you read Sexy Dawson's yeah, Creek loved fan fiction? It. Yeah, loved great. it. Um, but never felt compelled to, to write, write it. it. Yeah. I just enjoyed reading it. Yeah, great. Um, yes. Okay. So, I, uh, let's let's dive in. What is fan fiction for someone who doesn't know? Well, it, it is a... Oh, where is my... I, I like, create... Oh, here, we, here it is, in my research. So, there is currently... Oh, this is just an interesting fact. Over 880,000 pieces based on Harry Potter alone. I'm surprised there isn't more. Only yeah. 880. Oh, is that on a particular website or something? Yes, on fanfiction.net. Yeah, wow. It's an, so it's 
that's just one of the websites yeah. and the type of it. So there are all kinds of sub-genres around the umbrella of fan fiction. There's slash fiction, which is fan fiction about same-gender relationships. Mm-hmm. There's crossover, which uses characters from different fictional universes. Or there is RPF, or real person fiction, which is written about real people or celebrities. Basically, there is fan fiction written about almost anything. Slash is a particularly popular genre because it's used as humour. And it's also... I can remember one long car trip with you and a bunch of our friends. Yes. Where we read Harry Potter fan fiction... That was there was a lot of Draco falling in love it was with erotic Harry, thing, yeah. and there was a particularly filthy one that was Dumbledore <laughs> fucking Snape or something. Yes, and didn't we also read um, Master Chef fan fiction? Yeah, that's right, Master Chef Australia fan. And fiction. it was two of the male, like the attractive, <laughs> <laughs> two of the attractive male men chef. who were like they had just won, or yep. one of them had just got through and yeah. got. Like whatever it was, an apron, and yeah. then they were back at the ho- like back at the house, and they had a bang, and they fucked on the balcony. <laughs> <laughs> so sponsored the- by Twine. <laughs> <laughs> the origins um, is they are they don't know really where it started. They think it's start- tied to Star Trek because people created fanzines, mm. which is in the nineteen seventies and nineteen eighties. But then when the internet happened. Um, it allowed the genre of fan fiction to explode. Um, and then they say that J.K. Rowling's Harry Potter is a watershed moment because yeah. then that became, like, huge for people wanting to create their own stories within the Harry Potter world. And it was so perfectly timed as well with the breaking through of the internet. And yeah. All that, yeah. Um, so, basically, if you are a fan of something and you want to contribute to and write about the characters in the world, that is what fan fa- fiction is. So, I then did some research about, like, popular pieces of fan fiction. Mm-hmm. Because normally they're just published within these, like, fan fiction sites and then anyone can read them. And the quality is very, like, hit Depends. and miss. Sometimes exactly. it's fucking amazing and in-depth and long yeah. and detailed and other times it's... Not that. <laughs> so, E.L. James, who is the author 50 of Grey. Fifty Shades of Grey, that whole concept for that started as Twilight fan fiction. Hilarious. That was titled um, Master of the Universe. It got <laughs> it got thousands and thousands of people reading it mm. as Twilight fan fiction, but she um, got told that it was a bit too erotic. Oh. It was too sexy and asked to remove some of her stories or some of her chapters from the website, which right. she was publishing on bit too naughty. fanfiction.net. A bit too provocative. Yeah. So then what she did, she was like, right, I've always wanted to write. I'm writing this fanfiction. So she created a website because she was like, I've got a, quite a few unpublished novels here with the yeah. amount of content I've got. Um, decided she would rewrite this content that she has as her own novels, and that's how these characters were born. So she then took out anything that had um, anything to do with um, 
Twilight, so took out the fact that it was about vampires, took out the names, yeah, changed yeah. all of those details, which is called, within the world, removing the serial numbers. Yeah, right. <laughs> you rub off the serial numbers yeah. of the thing. Right. And she then was uploading these onto her website mm. and started... Um, she was then self, self-publishing uh, within a small writer's community called the Writer's Coffee Shop, and this is in 2011, and then one year later, she had roughly sold around thirty thousand copies in ebook downloads. Right. So literally, which is not agents, a small amount at all. It's a huge amount. It's thirty thousand copies for a nameless author. Yeah, but TV. she had a following on her fan, fan fiction, fiction that followed her. That followed her over to her website. Yeah. Literary agents then took notice of mm. these ebooks. And there was a buzz around the fact that she was writing a trilogy. Um, in early 2012, she then got an agent and all of the big six um, publishers in New York City made offers wow. for it. So in 2012, she signed a seven-figure contract with oh Random God. House's Vintage Books and the book sold 10 million copies in six weeks. <laughs> By the end of 2012, sales hit 70 million copies worldwide. How do you feel about that as a writer? I I don't want to shame <laughs> anyone. And I believe in the creativity and that clearly it has an audience. Yeah. But I find that fascinating it's the, deeply the fascinating. global success yeah, yeah, it's yeah. been translated into 52 different languages the first film when it was created made 94 million dollars oh on its God. opening weekend and she the money that she has made um is astronomical is astronomical where is it i found the figure um she made oh god where is it um because she then wrote the trilogy and then lately she's tried to write or and she's published the the novels from his point of view because it's all written yes, from her point of view as another way to make as another more way cash to make within more the world cash. here we go um it has sold over 125 million copies oh my God. worldwide it's enormous she has earned david 10.5 million US dollars in the period of June 2017 to June 2018. Oh, not even at its peak. No. In a year, she has earned $10.5 million, which is down from the $11.5 million she earned the year previous. They say she is worth, her net worth is over $150 million. Yeah, I'm not surprised. She has surpassed even the Holy Bible in terms of search traffic and news mentions. I was um, teaching an undergraduate creative writing course at the time that this all took off. And, like, the publishing world and authors shat themselves. Yes. Because it was such a weird... I mean, first of all, it made self-publishing serious. Yeah. Second of all... It gave fan fiction legitimacy. But it was also like... We were just talking about vaginas last episode. It's like such an interesting kind of legitimization or a different expression of female yes. pleasure and clearly spoke to something that wasn't being explored in culture. This, and this is what I find so fascinating about 
the literature sphere mm. is that things need to hit at exactly the right, right moment. Yeah. And you can't predict that. There is no. a sense of magic and there is a sense of miracle. Because God in... knows everybody's tried to recreate Harry Potter. Everybody's yeah. tried to recreate Fifty Shades and, of Grey. And something hits at the right moment and has these, you know, and have these astronomical successes and you can't predict those. Yeah. I find that fascinating. But I find it fascinating that a book like Fifty Shades of Grey, which is not very, like, capital L literature. No. It's like it is quoted. You can quote terrible lines from the novel. Yeah. The elevator yeah. whisks me with terminal velocity to the twentieth ter- floor. Terminal velocity. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> His she gaze died. is intense. All humor gone, and strange muscles deep in my belly clench suddenly. That night, I dream of dark places, bleak, white, cold floors, and grey eyes. His voice is warm and husky like dark, melted chocolate fudge caramel or something. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, I cry as I feel a weird pinching sensation deep inside me as he rips through my virginity. Oh, fucking hell. Yeah. He has a coffee which bears a wonderful leaf pattern imprinted on the milk. How do they do that? I wonder idly. (laughs) (laughs) So, my hormones are racing. Grabbing it quickly, I squirt toothpaste on it and brush my teeth in double quick time. I feel so naughty. It's such a thrill. So, I mean... (laughs) This is a good one. Does this mean you're going to make love to me tonight, Christian? Holy shit. Did I just say that? His mouth drops open slightly, but he recovers quickly. No, Anastasia, it doesn't. Firstly, I don't make love. I fuck. (laughs) Hard. So... It's not... It's not... It's not um, war and peace. (laughs) It's not... But neither is it um, awful, awful. It's it's not not grade 10 English. No, it's not awful, but it's not like to sell 150 million... No, it doesn't have to be written well. But what does written well mean? Yeah. The publishing world, just like the music <coughs> world or any arts world, has such a fucking stigma of snobbery attached yes, to it. Yes, of capital L literature sure, around or, or, because romance. There is a proper a way to do things, and films are the same, and theatre's the same, and it's all bullshit. It's yeah. just the elite mafia who are often people who are more privileged. Um, who are more privileged readers or more privileged viewers yeah. than others. That get d- to judge what is good. And what is not. And what is in the club and what is not. Yes. What I find interesting about it, because around the same time as well was like Eat, Pray, Love, which mm. also sold an astronomical amount, amount of copies. Of copies. <laughs> and clearly what I think that speaks to in terms of the zeitgeist is people craving narratives and craving craving permission to be selfish yeah and to privilege their own sexual yeah. and pleasure yeah kind of that's yeah, the narratives women. that we're craving yeah and also like wild that that was huge for Cheryl Strayed. yeah it was so I think it's those kind of narratives of like people just doing what they want to do living an alternative version of their life yeah Taking control of their life. You should write a novel with a female protagonist who centers pleasure as yeah. her. Um, I know. As her I lead should. quest. That's a great idea. You're I welcome. Should. Something you can take about that a pleasure one. quest. 
Take that one for free. Yeah. <laughs> so I then was like looking up other things that exist and there's one that has sold. Um, Another piece of fan fiction. Yes, which is about um, based around One Direction. Oh, okay. And it sold, it's called After. She had written it on Wattpad. She was 25. And it was it was about the boys in One Direction. And all sleeping with each other? Or all... Yeah, all fucking and uh-huh. falling in love and those sorts of things. And it got, um, so yeah, it was picked up by Simon & Schuster. Good Lord. Um, it, yeah, real life fan fiction. Uh, she was 25. It... It had more than 75 million. Oh, no, that's just that Wattpad has over 75 million stories on it. Mm. Um, but because she, it was based on truth, what they then did is they fictionalized the story. Um, but she is quoted as saying she feels weird about that. So she felt weird about that. And she said, are we sure we have to do this? Can't we just give Harry Styles and the boys the money to use their names? Because she wanted to stay true to to what it was. was. But they changed the names and they gave her a five-book series. Oh, my God. It's been published in 29 countries and read over a billion times online. (laughs) The digital reading that Wattpad was what it was published on and it's just been picked up to be turned into a a movie. A movie, of course. Yeah. Um fascinating then i was thinking about self-publishing mm. did you ever see that matt damon movie um uh the martian the martian yeah well that's a self-publishing that's a fascinating success story. story yeah so after being rebuffed by literary agents um he uploaded his story he was mm. uploading his story online just onto his website kind of a chapter yeah. at a time and then people wanted him to um, create a Kindle version so yes. they could read it on their Kindles. And the only way to do that was to upload it on Amazon. And you can't do it for free. You've got to charge So he had price. to charge 99 cents, which was the minimum price. The Kindle edition rose to the top of Amazon's list of best-selling science fiction titles and sold more than 30,000, 35,000 copies in three months. <laughs> um, more than what was, had been downloaded for yeah. free. This then garnered, again, the attentions of publishers and um, they bought the rights and published it in, um, sold the print rights to a publisher for $100,000. It hit the New York Times bestseller list in 2014 mm-hmm. and where it stayed on and off, like it did, changed its position over and Can I say deservedly so? I actually think that's a yeah. really good book. It's Until a great book. Two, it stayed on the list on and off for a year, and then in 2013 was optioned to be made into a movie um, by like Ridley Scott and Matt Damon and Jessica Chastain, which became the eighth highest grossing film of the year that year. Amazing. How incredible. Well, it is and it isn't in that, you know, you and I have both been through the traditional publishing system and we're grateful for the traditional publishing system and we've got plenty of mates and colleagues in the traditional publishing system. However, just like traditional music business beforehand, yeah. uh, before Spotify and before online streaming, it's not uh, super friendly to the artist or no. super empowering to the individual artist. And so as the internet makes these kind of the opportunities available... I mean, there's there's going to be success stories that come out of that. There, I love that. For though. every success story, there's a million and one people who have tried and not yes. gotten anywhere. Yes. But there are going to be, because it is, because if you're a publisher, 
then you have to make a series of really like intricate decisions to decide what gets to the finish line or not. And the only thing as a business that you've got to go off is what has worked before. Exactly. So you're only ever looking to iterate. And even when something new does come along that's innovative, you don't know how to market it because you haven't marketed a book like that before. Yes, and it's all a risk in terms of how much money, how much marketing do we invest in this? And then... And we just, it's a, it's a gamble. And a self-published author just has themselves. They might have their own really avid community <laughs> that is um, really invested in them and follows their blog or follows their story or so on. And then they buy and put on good reviews and all of a sudden the book starts turning up in more search results and away you go. Do you want to guess what the number one um, or what the like fan fiction categories or most popular fan fiction categories are in well, terms of like shows or movies. I want to say things. Harry Potter's number one. Correct. I want to say number two is Twilight. Oh, Twilight's number three. Oh. Uh, is it Naruto or Nar- Naruto? Oh, Naruto. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Number the anime. Um, uh, Supernatural is number four. Oh, that doesn't surprise me. Major yeah. homoerotic vibes. Yeah. Um, An anime or manga called In Inuasha. Inuasha, oh. and then another one called Hitalia Axis Powers. Wow. And then Glee. Oh, fuck, really? Yeah, Glee <laughs> fan, fan fiction. Pokemon. Yeah. Percy Jackson and the Olympians. Yes. Or Percy Jackson. Yes. Doctor Who. Yes. Yu-Gi-Oh. Um, yeah, more anime. Sherlock, Lord of the Rings, Star Wars, Dragon Ball Z, the TV show Once Upon a Time, and then Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Oh, great. Yeah. Well... I've learned a lot. Great. I've learned a lot more about Fifty Shades of Grey and the weirdness of it. I hope the listener who requested fan fiction now feels more knowledgeable. Yeah, I guess it's a good way to write. It's a great way to get started. Yeah. And even and if you're a hobbyist writer, communities like fanfiction.net or wattpad.com yeah. are really fantastic places to just play. Yeah, find community and rework yeah. and play. Yeah. yeah. Um... It's fantastic. What what fan fiction would you write? What universe would you write? Now? go pitch me a fan fiction story? Ooh, if it was, I think I would still go back to Dawson's Creek. Okay, and what happens? And I would think I would want to know about Pacey and Joey's life right now as as adults, as thirty six year old, great <laughs> adults because they're the same age as me. Ah, and so the that... series ends when they get together. So, so I'd want to know if they were still together. And are they? In my head. Yeah. Oh, yes, definitely. Right, with children or... Uh, I think, yeah. I think... And Pacey's a stay-at-home dad. And what's your story? That they still love each other they and get along or is there conflict? They get along. There's no conflict between them. They're just happy that they finally... Are you going to write a sex scene? Are you going to write Oh, a... absolutely. Yeah, great. There's lots of great, great. sex in there. And that. does he cry I every Pace... time they have... <laughs> yeah. I think Pacey is, makes a bold romantic gesture. Oh, so and like Then him. I think maybe Dawson is in therapy <laughs> and he's realised how much of a fuckwit he is. And um, they all spent a lot of time grieving the loss of Jen Lindley and what a tragedy that was that they um, they killed her off. Wow. What do you? What would you write? Um, I don't know. For fun, I would probably write Doctor Who's a fun and easy. Yeah. Because it's a person lands on a weird planet and yeah. weird things happen. Yeah, you can pick that up at any point. 
And I was so sexually repressed, I never wrote made-up sex scenes, which is which is fun. I, I think should you'd have be written... great at writing sex scenes. Thanks. Yeah, I like erotica. Um, I would. Why would you think that of what I've written? Because you are good at writing, and you're funny, and you know what a clitoris is. <laughs> so I just that's my that's my. <laughs> that's like setting the that's, bar pretty that, low. That's the tick boxes for uh, me. Tick your box. <laughs> yeah, you do. <laughs> Thanks for being my mate, Claire. Thanks for being my mate, Dave. listening to the show if you'd like to leave a rating and review on whatever service you're listening to this please on, do that would be great that'd be great tell, tell your friends mates. tell your mates that's right that's the name of the show i see what you did there where can people find you claire? people can find me on instagram at claire and pearl where can people find you dave people can find me at dave burton writer and if you have a suggestion or a question or would like to point out how much Claire got wrong. <laughs> or how much Dave got wrong. Then you can write us an email at mymatereckons at gmail.com. We can't wait to hear from you.